Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Okay, so true confessions of Kim Anderson. Um, I was pretty obsessed with the game of basketball, uh, pretty much from middle school through high school. And, um, it was just an interesting process. Uh, when I look back at myself as a youngster, uh, going through that experience, because honestly, like I got interested in basketball, obviously in classes like PE and in PE is sort of where I learned the basic skills or rules as part of my PE class. And then I think that the fever to play hit me in sixth grade when I joined the pep rally and when I got after school and go to like all the basketball games and stuff. And I realized, oh, like here's a girl's team who are playing basketball. Like this looks like fun. I think I'd like to do this. And so I knew that the only way that I was going to be able to try out was practice or to get, you know, to get decent at basketball. And so, um, in seventh grade, I decided that I was going to go out for the team, you know, so I had done some practicing, you know, kind of learned different skills and stuff and was so excited to like go check the door after I had been put through heck for three straight days in tryouts, um, to look at the door to find my name. And it was not on the door, which means that I did not make the team. And I was mildly devastated. Uh, I cried, uh, sat in my sister's car for a little while. She was very comforting. And so I went home feeling pretty much utterly defeated because this was something I really enjoyed doing, but apparently wasn't that great at. And so I went home, cried pretty much all night with my disappointment in myself, and then The next day, probably being who I am, I woke up and said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do this because I want this. And I knew that me being on the team that year was completely out of the question. So I went to the coach in sixth grade, or I'm sorry, seventh grade. And I said, okay, I want to make this team next year, come heck or high water. And I need you to tell me, based on what you saw on tryouts, like, what do I need to do to be able to have my name on the door next year. So she gave me a list of things to do and things to practice. And then she came around and she said, Hey, would you be interested in being locker room manager? Which basically meant that I was the water girl for the team. And I said, sure, because she's like, at least you'd be able to kind of see what we're doing in practice, things like that. And I said, okay, so I showed up the first day of practice in exercise clothes and I said to her, is it okay if I do whatever you guys do, but I stay out of the way? So like, can I practice? Can I run? Can I do the drills as long as I stay out of the way and I'm on the side of a court? And she was like, that's fine with me. Just, you know, as long as you don't get into, you know, don't get in the middle of the team or trip, you know, whatever. So that's what I did. So for an entire season, I would, um, you know, practice every single day with the team. I would do whatever my duties were as the team manager or whatever. And I was always there. Did I feel like I was part of the team? Not really, but I knew what I wanted. I wanted to be on the team. I knew that there was a, 
lack of skill that had to be developed there in order for me to be able to do what it was that I wanted to do. And so I gave myself that entire year to really learn for the first time how to actually play basketball. I spent that entire year working on the skills and the knowledge that I needed to be able to be successful and potentially be able to make the team next year, as well as getting to know the coach. Like I would ride back on the bus from games with a coach and get to know her and talk to her more and more about basketball. So there was almost like an element of networking that went on behind the scenes that I feel like ultimately like that entire scenario was one of those early seasons of my life where I learned to pursue something that I really wanted, but recognize that there is a process to getting what you want and to being successful. And even with blogging, like Every single thing that you do with your blog and every phase of what you're doing, as you expand what you're doing or grow what you're doing or find new ways to monetize what you're doing, whatever it is, there is a process that you are going to go through every single time. And I think it's really important for us to recognize these processes. And these processes are so much like learning other things, whether it's a sport or an instrument. And I think that a lot of bloggers don't ever put themselves in this position. It's like we feel like when we come out of the gate, well, we enjoy writing, so we should be able to just like crush this situation and we should be able to do all these things. And we're looking around and, you know, just like a lot of things in life, like sports is a great example of this. There were kids like me, right, who just loved the sport, who wanted to come out get some exercise, have fun, do the thing. And then you've got kids who take it like super duper serious. And so do their families and their parents and their parents started getting them on the court when they were like three and they've been dribbling single handed since they were three and they've been shooting like since they were four, you know, like all these different things. Um, and so they have this whole backstory that really prepared them for this situation. And I want to point all these things out to you because our blogging game is a lot like real sports and the process that you go through. And so today I want to talk about really six phases that most people are going to go through in blogging every time they take on something new to expand their business in some way. So Every single time, the first thing that you're going to need to do is gather knowledge. So just like me going into basketball, not always, you know, not really having a knowledge of like how the game worked initially and like how many people could be on the floor and, you know, what you can and can't do with the basketball. Like you can't pick the basketball up and just run down the court. That's walking, right? So the same thing comes with everything that you do in blogging. There's going to be a learning curve always at the beginning. Unless you're a person who prior to picking up this blog had done something similar or done this for other people, like your learning curve will be shorter. Uh, so that gives you a mild time advantage compared to other people who are having to start from scratch with their knowledge base. So that first thing that you're going to have to do is learn. Some people are fast learners and some people are slow learners and some people have to learn a little bit, process it, and then come back to it and do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a different way of learning for each person. And if you're a teacher who's listening to this, you know this about your students. And it, you know, it's the same way with adults. Like everybody has a way that they learn best. And so everybody's going to do this at their own pace. Some will be faster and some will be slower and both are okay. Then the next thing that you're going to go to go through as part of this process that you have to go through with each thing in blogging is that you've got to practice 
And that was something that that year for me of playing basketball did, like where I just was willing to, even though I wasn't actually playing with a team or doing any of that, I gave myself an entire year of practice, practice, practice. And you know what was really fascinating is that from the time that I was in seventh grade to the time that I was in 10th grade, when I was in 10th grade, by that point, I had spent summer after summer. So let's see, seven, eight, nine. I've spent at least three summers of my life literally just practicing shooting, like hours on end perfecting my shooting form. And when it would come time where I needed to shoot a foul shot for whatever reason, that was one of the main times that my coach didn't blink to put me in the game because he knew how many hours that I had practiced shooting. And he knew that of all the things that I was very good at, it was free throws. And that if he put me on the free throw line, I was going to hit almost every shot, right? And so that practice part is so, so, so important. And I think that most bloggers, when they get to that point, they, number one, think that the time frame that they're going to have to practice is going to be short. And that's not always the case. I think that a lot of people also get into a place in this process where they are a knowledge collector and they never make it past that point. So they think, well, all I need is just more education and then I'll have it all together and then I'll be able to do all this stuff. When in reality, what you really need to do for each thing that you go through is get the knowledge and practice that knowledge, implement it, make it happen. And if you become a hoarder of just knowledge or a hoarder of courses, that doesn't move your business forward. That's the easy part. The hard part is consistency and implementation. And that is where most people get totally stuck and they don't move forward and they don't get get what they need because they're in the knowledge part or the other part of this is that they practice and they don't like the outcome of the practice, like it, the practice fails, right? And so they're thinking to themselves like, oh, I've been practicing this for a month and it's nothing's changing, nothing's improving. And that's because a lot of us aren't patient enough um, to be willing to test, okay? So once you get through that season of I have to practice, I have to implement, I have to do all these things, then you're like, you have to get into almost like a testing slash waiting game, right? So it's like, you're doing all the things that you've got the knowledge now, you're implementing the knowledge, and then you have to see what happens once you start implementing. And sometimes, like, because you're so new to something, and you don't really have all the pieces, or you haven't practiced it enough, or it doesn't come naturally to you, in that testing season, you pretty much feel like you're failing, right? So that's the next phase that we run into with everything that we do, is there's probably I would say in 99% of what you try in blogging, when you start implementing you and you start testing things that you are probably going to find that some of the stuff that you do fails. Your opt-in, nobody wants it. You're getting very little signups for it. Um, you know, it's converting at less than like one and a half percent or something, or, your email open rate is, you know, super low because you haven't practiced titles long enough. You know, whatever it may be, you're like your traffic's low and that's because you don't have enough content yet or you haven't, you know, there's all these reasons why 
during that testing phase of what you're doing, like once you get it out in the world and it's there and it's able to be read or consumed or clicked on or converted or whatever it is, like there's a season of failure for most people where they're like, man, like this just isn't working. Like, why am I not getting sales? Like, why is this not working? And that's when you have to get into the, like this kind of last phase of this always and forever is trying again. And I think that the two spots where most bloggers get in trouble, like they slow down or they want to quit or like they can't do it. There's two speed bumps in this process, the practice piece and the trying again piece. Because a lot of people feel like, well, it didn't work. So this is a failure. I'm going to throw it all away and start again. Instead of taking what they've already created and making small tweaks to see what happens, right? So essentially, when you get into the trying again, it means you're going right back into your testing phase. So just to put this out here again, every new thing you do, your process is going to have these parts. The knowledge part, the practice part, the testing part, the failing part, and the trying again part. And when you're in the middle of feeling frustrated about whatever you're working on right now, like whatever strategy you're trying to implement or whatever part of your blog that you're working on or whatever you're trying to practice or get good at or whatever it may be, I need you to look at those five things and ask yourself every time, how far did I make it? So like when you're getting frustrated, ask yourself, did I only get just past the knowledge part? Like, did I, did I actually practice? Did I actually implement? Did I actually give this a go? If you didn't, then you haven't gone through the process yet. Like you're, you're, you're not in a place where you can succeed because you haven't put yourself through basically these five things every time. Right. And then ask yourself like, okay, if maybe you've been practicing it for a while, but the question is, have you been looking at analytics? Like, have you been seeing if what you've been doing is paying off? And, and sometimes, you know, a lot of us want to check it like the next day, or I, I have clients who will be like, you know, they, they come into a meeting upset about like their traffic or something. And I'm like, how many times a day are you checking your analytics? You know, and they're like, well, it's on my phone. So I check it like every five minutes. And I'm like, you're not allowed to check your analytics for like a month. Because they get so consumed with that that they can't see the bigger picture process because they're looking so small at what's happening every day. And there's a time and a place to do that, like where you should be tracking, you know, to make sure nothing is wrong or nothing's broken. But when you're when you're obsessing over that number every single day, like that doesn't help you make a forward progress. So you have to give everything time. And that practice piece and that testing piece involve time. And, and most of us don't love that part, right? Because we just, we, we just, we would rather it be easy. We want it to be now. We want it to be that success story where somebody made, you know, tons of money in the first five months of blogging or whatever. But again, I always talk about this. Those are the outliers, not the norm. And so for you, there's going to be an important part of your journey where you need to practice that you need to test. And those are the like longer periods of time. And at some point, most likely you're going to figure out that some part of that is failing. And that's not everybody. The other piece of this puzzle is that that fourth step of failing can be success for some people. 
And that is where that process can potentially veer off, right, from the normal five phases or that normal five pieces of that process that you have to go through where you do the practice, you do the testing, and you're successful. And then when I talk about trying again, it's not that you're trying to tweak something um, to get a different result. It's that you emulate the results that you had before with something else, right? So that is where the process can potentially veer off for different people is that they go through the practice and the testing. They made it that far. And that is where they get the opportunity to see whether it succeeds or it fails. And if it fails, then you just tweak and you test again. And if you succeed, then you emulate results, right? Like you take what you did and you say, okay, that worked. Let me see if I can replicate that again. So you're still testing. And the whole process of being an online business owner, you know, these are really key important pieces. So when you're feeling frustrated about anything you're working on, anything you've been working on, whatever, I go back and I say, number one, do you have the knowledge that you need to make this happen? Number two, how long have you been practicing and implementing it? And have you been doing it consistently? Right? So like, I'll have people who will say, oh, I've been blogging for two years now, and I'm just not seeing any results. And I, I, I always say, okay, well, you know, ask some questions, like how much content do you have? What do you have going on? You know, and so in two years, they've only published 25 blog posts. And I'm like, well, there you go. I mean, this is a blog based business. It's a content based business. And you can't only produce 25 posts in two years. Like, that's not you actually practicing. Um, or, you know, being consistent at blogging, that's you just sort of throwing up content randomly and crossing your fingers and hoping it all works out. Like that's not how blog based businesses are built. So you have to ask yourself, have I practiced? Have I implemented? Have I been consistent at this effort? Because if you haven't, then you can't go back to that knowledge base and say the knowledge base failed me when you didn't actually give it a good college try, if that makes sense. And then, then you have to say to yourself, okay, now that I, there's this period of time that I've been working on this, like, what do the results suggest? Do the results suggest that there's growth or that this is working? Or do the results suggest over, you know, how much time, you know, certain amount of time, like, do these results suggest that this isn't working and that maybe, you know, I should tweak something? So, for example, uh, I try to encourage people you know, to really understand conversion rates and things like that uh, for bloggers so that they can understand like how their opt-in forms are performing or how sales pages are performing. Um, and having that knowledge base and having an awareness of what those numbers are can help you decide like, is this working? Is this not working? And obviously there's a lot of variables to those things based on the niche like that you might be in or whatever it may be. But Ultimately, you need to be able to ask yourself, based on your goals, if this thing is moving you in the right direction or if it doesn't seem to be working. And if it's not working, how do we pivot out of that? And like that is always going to be my question to you in the season where you feel frustration. Have you been through these phases? What what part of this journey, like what part of this process are you in right now? And have you really gotten to the point where you're able to measure whether it's failing or succeeding? Have you really been consistent? Have you really implemented? Because if you haven't, then you're just beating yourself up for no reason at all, or you're feeling frustrated for no reason, or you're feeling resentful for no reason because you didn't actually do the work. 
And this is one of those podcasts where I just want to bring this up because some of you who may be listening, maybe in a slump or a season where you just feel like, I don't know that this is working. You know, I'm working real hard. Uh, I'm doing all the things I know to do, whatever it may be. But go back to with whatever you're working on right now. Do you have the right, like, do you have the knowledge base? It doesn't have to be the right one necessarily because there's a lot of ways to do things that still work, right? That's why there's tons of different ways people have been successful with Pinterest or tons of ways that people have been successful with product sales, whatever it is. Like, there, the implementation is the key and the consistency is the key. So if you have done those parts of the puzzle, be proud of yourself. If you've been testing and looking at the numbers and understanding like, how things are changing and how things are growing. Like that's what you have to do as a business owner. Um, If it was a small business, you'd be doing the same thing, right? Like, and for me, um, you know, when you look at sports in particular, my process was just like this. I had to have the knowledge of how to play. I had to practice to get good. That practice and test period took me my seventh grade year, eighth grade year, ninth grade year, 10th grade year, and 11th grade year to feel like I knew what I was doing. Like it wasn't until 11th grade that I feel like I really stepped into my super confidence level with basketball. And that's because I had years invested in getting good at it, right? And there were tons and tons of situations where I failed. Like I can remember there was a game where I ran the wrong direction (laughs) down the court. And then there was a year where I had tennis shoes that were too big. And so every time that I would start running, I would literally hit the floor. Like I would literally trip and hit the floor because they like mail ordered our shoes back then. And so there were all these crazy variables that made me feel like you're never going to do this. You are never going to make this. You're never going to be good at this. And even though, no, I didn't go on to play college basketball and no, I didn't become like a WNBA player. None of that stuff happened. Um, that's okay. Because really what I did was I learned how to play basketball. I had fun with it. Um, My, you know, my life ambition wasn't necessarily to be a famous basketball player. I just did it because it was fun and that it was enjoyable. And I can tell you that over that time period and all of that practice, that there were so many things that let me know that I had been successful. Those feedback mechanisms, whether it meant that I played pickup ball with some boys outside and was crushing them every time I played or like everybody started wanting me on their, you know, pick up basketball team because they knew I could hit every shot or like whatever it was, like those little things instilled the confidence in me to every time I felt like a failure to keep going, keep practicing, keep trying, you know, keep learning, keep experimenting and all that kind of stuff. And the most, most of the times, like, and I, I can remember talking to my coach about this and this is kind of where I want to end this episode because I feel like some of you guys will relate. Anytime that I spent too much time focused on theory, uh, like theory meaning like, if I got too obsessed with the process of running a play or like, you know, how things go theoretically in practice, those don't always translate to what actually happens in a live game. And the lesson, like the, one of the biggest lessons that I learned is that theory is great, but, but implementation is a completely different thing. So for all of you guys who have tons and tons of courses or have taken tons and tons of courses, 
And sometimes you feel overwhelmed with what to do with the knowledge that you have and where to start. Sometimes you just need to pick something. Start with that, lean into it, do it, and get out of the realm of theory and start actually doing it, like playing it in the real world, putting the posts out, making the opt-ins, making the digital products, like pushing yourself through those hard things, pushing yourself through those areas that you don't really know how to do and be able to take the knowledge that you have and get out there and actually make your blog a success. And so today's episode is really about recognizing every time you're going through a process or you feel frustrated to ask yourself, where are you in that process that you must go through for this particular thing that you're learning how to do that's new? Where are you at in that process? And are you giving yourself enough grace based on where you are and how much time that you have put into it at this point? And ask, and being very honest with yourself, have you been consistent? Have you practiced? Have you implemented? And I would say that where most people go wrong or most people, if they were being honest, would say, I have the knowledge, I just really haven't implemented. And that is one of the biggest areas that can make significant change in your life is implementation. And that is why I'm here to say to you today, whatever you do, whatever knowledge base you have, it's time to implement and just keep blogging.